and welcome to the broadcast. You are here joining us this afternoon live with Godfidence Today, the Moms Edition. Now, the Moms Edition is very near and dear to my heart because I know the heart of these women that were selected to be on this podcast with me because they love Jesus and they Amen. love Jesus. Amen. So I've got with me today the amazing Vanetta Carter with Reigning in Him, April D. Messler, and Jessica Lindsay. And each and every one of these women brings something unique to the table. And we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the power of walking in your calling. Who are we? What are we about? What are we supposed to be doing? And we talked about a lot of different topics and we'll recap tonight, but we really want to focus uh, towards the end about writing your own personal mission and vision statement for your family. But I just want to go back and kind of reiterate some of the things that we looked at, which are looking at our past experiences, because God uses our good, our bad, and our ugly. He doesn't waste anything. He's so resourceful. Also, our core values of those things that, that just really stir in us, our spiritual gifts and talents. God gives us talents, like he gave April the talent to sing, and I wish he would have gave me that, but he didn't. Um, <laughs> taking all of those things and uh, putting them together to figure out what direction are we going. So a mission statement is powerful. So at the, towards the end of the last broadcast, we talked about a scripture out of Habakkuk, and that's basically where mission statements, vision statements, things like that come from. So April, could you read that for us in the amplified version tonight? We are turning it up. We are amplifying it. <laughs> yeah, sure. And thank you again for having me on the show with you guys. This is such an honor and I love doing life with these sisters in Christ. I'm going to read Habakkuk 2.2. Is that the one we're going to be doing? Yes. All right. And it said, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by and then of course it says in three for the vision is yet for an appointed time and it hastens to the end fulfillment it will not deceive or disappoint though it tarry wait earnestly for it because it will surely come and it will not be behind hand on its appointed day wow so good so good so the lord gives us this direction you know he even tells us in proverbs uh was it proverbs 3 5 no, that's the trusting in the Lord. What's the one where he directs our path? Um, Vanetta, you're amazing at scripture. Do you know which one? Um, well, we know that the Lord is a light into our path. But what what is it when you think about um, the Lord directing us to have a personal mission? How, how important is that? It's very important. I know um, a couple of months ago, I had a conversation with a friend of mine and she was asking me, you know, what are some things that I would like to do? And I remember saying to her, well, I would like to do, I would like to own a salon, a hair braiding salon, and it would be a ministry. The Lord gave me all the information about it. And I said, I would like to someday have a hair braiding salon. And she said, no, let's remove the someday and let's remove the I would like to. And I want you to start setting some goals to work towards it and just change the way that you're even speaking about it. You, you know, and, and, and that really was kind of convicting to me, but it was also very helpful. So I, I want to share too that it's important 
to have people around you that will challenge you to greater works in the Lord. You know, so I think when I think about why it's important to write it down, because you can go back in your journal and pray over it. I looked at some things that I wrote down back in 2005, and the Lord superseded everything that I wrote. I was just blown away, you know, so I'm just taking it one day at a time and just putting my life in his hands. Man, that is so good because there is a, there's a saying that um, I, I'm trying to think of what it is, but it's something to the effect that uh, a vision without a plan. Does anybody know what that is? That, that, that quote, I'm going to look it up while we're looking here. So, uh, I, Oh, hey, here's a good one. Listen to this. A vision with a plan can change the world. Mm. But here it is. A vision without a plan is just a dream. And dreams are great. We want you to dream. We want you to think about what does God have for me, for my family, for my future. But to take it beyond that step and say, okay, this this is your plan in my life using the things that I've gone through to help me. And so uh, I love that you're doing that. So you guys heard it. You know, Vanetta's choosing to change the way she speaks about her future vision. That's a vision statement. A vision statement is, you know, Vanetta Carter um, is to create and open a salon to minister to others through doing their hair. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's that's passionate. So y'all heard it right here. And I want you guys to be praying for her uh, for the provision for the vision. Amen. 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 I think that's awesome. And I you shared that with me before. And for those of you that don't know, she is very gifted when it comes to doing hair. But I think about how the hair, how great we feel when we walk out of the beauty shop. Yeah. Am I alone or do y'all feel like a hundred bucks after getting your hair Right. I mean, so she's talking about ministry and being able to, for them to, yeah, because that's your soulish realm. This feels good. It's your flesh is going, oh, I look so cute. I like it. I like it. You know, I've been pampered. I had me time. I had quality time. But to take it a step farther, she's talking about ministering to the inner person and helping them with their soulish issues. And I think that's beautiful, Vanetta. Beautiful. Great vision. Jessica, has the Lord put something on your heart? He's had you really busy, stretched you out of your comfort zone. Can you talk a little bit about maybe some of the plans that you feel like the Lord is directing you? Um, <laughs> I, I've said it a couple of times, but uh, definitely teaching. Uh, I know I asked Maggie the other day, um, you know, about her advice to my steps to teaching. Um, I have found that I'm very gifted at, at talking to the youth, um, probably from the ages of about 12 to 16 or 17. And they seem to flock to me for some reason. And, and, and that's all glory to God because he has made a way for me to be able to talk to teens. And this is the teenagers is a very uh, hard stage. You know, I mean, it's, I'm nobody, let's just be honest. Nobody's really liking the teenage years. <laughs> I mean, they're rough, you know, and, and, and truth be told when I was a teenager, I mean, no, you wouldn't have wanted to know me then. I, I was completely off my rocker and, and out in left field somewhere and, and well into my twenties or twenties <laughs> even, you know, <laughs> So, um, but definitely, I think teaching children, I think, um, you know, I've wanted to get into the, into the schools and, and, and make that, and, and that may be 
that may be a tough, um, a tough thing to do to be able to minister to the children um, in a school, in a public school at that. But I'm up for the challenge. So I love it. I love how the Lord yeah. has placed this on your heart. Now, so so you guys that are watching and listening, we've talked about past experiences. You just heard her say that she was a a wild teen. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> She's out of left field. She was just going through some some difficult time. So God is using her past mistakes, all right, to help her to help a generation now. See how all that ties together? And then he's using her natural gift of the ability to uh, be able to speak. And I, you know, I just love that. I absolutely love that because we have got to allow him to use in us what is going on. So April, I know you probably looked up that scripture for me. So go ahead and give me that scripture. I was trying to think of the proverb. Yeah. So it's Proverbs 16, nine, and it's a man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps and makes them sure. Amen. That is a valuable scripture to stand upon because we have a plan, but God also has a plan through us and he'll use things of uh, our spiritual gifts. So April, you, you, you have your hands in a lot of different things. Okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, a lot of different things. So juggling all of that and staying focused on the mission and vision that God has given you, how do you cope with that day in and day out with all of the uh, shiny things, the distractions, all of the things that come about. Does a mission statement, in your opinion, do you feel like that helps you have a focal point of what you're to do? Yeah, I think so. Um, I actually just recently, uh, I had this huge deposit by God about this event that needs to be taking place in July. And um, thankfully, he sent me what I call a Habakkuk 2-2 writer so that she could help me coordinate that vision and get that written out plainly so that we knew all of the many facets, you know, big picture to little picture on how that would play out. And, you know, the coordination, um, he sent me an event coordinator. I mean, God's just provided left, right. And and uh, it's just amazing if we would just sit down and take that time investment to write down our plans um, and then begin to petition in prayer for those specific arenas of what those plans are, how faithful God is to provide for all of those needs. He doesn't withhold anything, you know, and it's one of those things, though, it goes back when when you were praying by faith for these things that, that are, um, you know, our vision, it, it's, a, it's a belief thing. It goes back to the heart. Like, do you really believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Do you really believe that he won't withhold these good gifts that, you know, for all provision to be met exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can ask or think or imagine? Do you really believe that, you know? And so when you do write your vision, make sure that uh, when you do pray that out, it's founded on scriptures that you are sold out for completely, that you have settled it in your heart. And then when you do ask for those things, they will come to pass like super quickly because God doesn't withhold anything from his children. So, yeah, that's really good. I use it as kind of a deterrent to determine what I say yes to and what I say no to. And so so let's just kind of role play for a second. And we're going to use Vanetta's experience and her vision and her mission as an example. So uh, if you guys are watching along the chat stream, Feel free to put notes in here or questions and so forth. So if you're just logging on, we are talking about missions, visions, and so forth. So Vanetta is a mother. 
She is a, 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 an excellent communicator. She's a great public speaker, preaching the gospel, teaching the gospel to many, but she has this heart thing that got put into her heart. So what would be one of the very first things uh, that you think would be best for, Benetta, we're gonna use you as an example here, okay? If someone was looking to start a salon, Jessica, we're gonna go to you first. If you were looking to start a salon and God had given you this vision and you wrote it down like in Habakkuk, what would be the first thing that you would start to seek out? Um, let's see. Well, for sure, absolutely the Lord to make sure that it's his, his um, vision for you as well, I think. Um, I, I have the scripture, Proverbs 29, 17 through 19. Uh, and it's talking about without a uh, vision, the people perish. And so um, we can have our vision for ourselves, but if it's not the Lord's vision for us, and if it's not what he would like to do through in us and through us, um, it, he he's bound to bless. Uh, he's bound from blessing it. Right. Uh, whereas if it is his vision, um, for us in our lives. Absolutely. It's blessed and highly favored and it moves forward. And so it, I, that absolutely, I would seek out the Lord's, um, guidance and his, um, just if that's his vision for us. Okay. Give me a practical aspect of it because we, we already know that he's laid this on our hearts. So what is mm -hmm. a practical thing that you would do if you were starting this? Um, so, I, well, I would for sure ask him, what are, what are, who are the people that I need to be in contact with and how, and, and, you know, where do we go from here? Like, do we, uh, you know, show me Lord who these people are that, that are, that are going to be in, you know, in this business with me, um, who are they going to, you know, where are we going to go from here? You know, that's good. That's good. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, uh, April. What are some of the practical things that you would say to our sister, Vanetta? Vanetta, Vanetta, Vanetta. Don't try to do it all on your own, which is sort of echoing what Jessica was talking about, because we don't do anything in our own strength. And I already know you know this, and you know those scriptures that are tied to this. But if you don't know those scriptures, um, for anybody that's on this broadcast, I encourage you to go check those out, because they are going to encourage your heart. But, you know, God provides for us in all capacities, even when you need to set your alarm. How about rely on Holy Spirit for that? How about ask God and then trust him with your morning routine um, and then start your day out like that? And then then start turning over bits and pieces of this vision of, of these different things. And that builds up your trust and your and you'll see that he's faithful to provide for all things. And then also. Seek others, like seek sound counsel, seek help. You know, um, we're the body. We're one body, same spirit, one body, same God, our father. And uh, it's just we're one body. And so we got to understand that and then understand that, um, you know, we submit to like Jessica is saying, the leading, um, you know, Jesus Christ is our headship and we are we are that one body, but we work together under, you know, his authority. And so I just encourage um, anybody that is diving into a new endeavor like that, especially if it's tied to ministry of any sort, to submit to the authority of Jesus Christ and bring everything that like raises itself up against the knowledge of God 
down underneath the feet of the obedience of Jesus Christ. Cause that's, that's what it is. It's just, it's just um, submission and committing it all before the Lord, consecrating it, make sure, sure that you're like founded on, um, you know, these good words of God that we find in the, in the scriptures so that it will be prosperous and our way will be well with us. Right. So. Love that. I love that. Yeah. This is good biblical counsel. So for, if you're logging on, we're talking about how to set up some things to be able to walk in our mission, walk in our passion, have a vision. And we were using Vanetta as an example. So I'm going to add to that. Okay. Because I just feel like we need to affirm her. Vanetta has just spent several years in a career of pouring into the lives of the others. And so now there's an open door for whatever God has her to do next. So that's why I'm, I'm going this direction. So uh, as you guys know, if you ever watch any of my broadcasts, I'm just like, I, we don't have a plan, even though we write it down. Kevin Coyer says, absolutely true. Let's put this up here. I want you guys to hear this because this is a very, very wise man who I respect and love. He says, absolutely true. Ask God in prayer to bring the right people with the skill set required to accomplish whatever his mission is. Amen, Kevin. Amen. And for those of you that do not know, he is a founder along with his beautiful wife who founded Creative Motion Network. And we love and adore them. And we're so grateful. And thank you, Kevin, for hopping on this broadcast because it's super duper important. So we're doing those things. We're seeking the Lord and making sure that it's it is timing too. Because I know sometimes God has a plan and a purpose for our life, and but yet the timing is not there. Like, you know, maybe when our children are small, we are ministering to the moms in the homeschool tutorial or at the daycare or the soccer field. Right. And then as our kids get older, they start to change. I can look at my life and see how ministerial changes happened over the years. I was stuck. And when I say stuck, I mean stuck because I had what they call the golden handcuffs. And I'll tell you what it was, is it was it was a, a lack of faith in God. I'll just be honest. I was 15 years in corporate America and I had a, a good paying job and I was raising my kids. And with that being said, I felt stuck there because I had insurance, I had a 401k and I had all this, but I had ministry at heart. So what did the Lord allow me to do? Even though later on he told me to leave and when he told me to leave, I finally left out of obedience. All right. But it was scary. But during those years in corporate America, I had a Bible study called Basic Brothers and Sisters in Christ. We met on Wednesdays at lunchtime and we met on Mondays for prayer. And so we literally he allowed me to work out my calling and, and one of my master's degrees in organizational leadership. Why? Because I was in corporate America and that was the closest thing I could find to ministry that my previous employer would pay for. <laughs> but with that being said, you, he will use you right where you're at. And so June's on here. June is amazing. Great comedian. You guys have got to follow this woman. Oh my gosh. She's so great. And I hope to have her on the show really soon. It says God's plans only go so far. Oh, wait a minute. Good plans only go so far. God's plans have infinite reach. Oh my gosh. That is so true because everything that is good is not always God. Thank you, June. That is good, wise counsel. Weighing in for my creative motion family. I'm so glad you guys are here. This is so fun. So, okay. So listen, we have talked about uh, the past experiences. So Vanetta, do you believe that your past, you know, the past experiences, core values, spiritual gifts all play a role into the things that God asks us to do. So Vanetta, are your past experiences, uh, does that something you feel like is weighing in on the Lord calling you into something like this? We'll get you unmuted there.
Are we still muted? Are we frozen? She's talking, but it's not moving. Okay, Vanetta, we're going to come right back to you, okay? All right, because we're going to go over here to Jessica and talk about spiritual gifts. Uh-oh. <laughs> She, uh -oh. <laughs> she's going to be back. I know she's going to be back. Uh, <laughs> um, Jessica, we'll go to you next while we're waiting for her to come back in. And I want to ask you about spiritual giftings. Okay? okay. So we all know that there are very spiritual gifts. There's a spiritual gifts test you can take if you're wondering what some of yours are. How important mm -hmm. is that in the process of walking in, in a clear vision and mission statement for you and your family? Well, absolutely. I think for uh, just for instance, for me and my family, um, you know, being able to uh, minister to them, my um, one of my spiritual giftings is exhortation. And so uh, just to be able to lift my children up and and tell them who they really are. And, um, you know, even when they goof up, you know, when they make a mistake and stuff, it's, you know, it's not tearing them down. It's not uh, telling them who they're not. It's telling them who they are and who God created them to be and reaffirming that in them um, that that when, you know, when they make when they make a mistake, it's not um, it, it's not a, you know, hey. What is going on? Okay. That's okay. That's really good because it is important mm -hmm. to be able to affirm them. And that is God's yeah. plan is because there's no greater exhortator than Jesus and his word. Right. And whenever he allows that to impart into our family, that's a vital role in our mission, what we do, how we see things and so forth. So Vanetta, go ahead and unmute your mic, dear. I just wanted, we were asking about past mistakes and how that plays a role in how God uses our junk from the past. See if it's going to work here. All my prayer warriors pray over our broadcast. We're having some enemy interference here. Technical difficulties. It's all good. There she is. Go ahead. Oh, man. I know she's got something good to say, too. Go ahead. Yes. Um, I wanted to share that even as April said, and Jessica, the Lord doesn't waste anything. Amen. I was saying that's everything that we've gone through at different times in our faith in him might be single parents. You know, they may, they may be a single mom. He may you know, allow us to cross the path of, you know, a young person who's not living for the Lord. And we can share with them what we went through before Christ. And we can share with them how our life is now with Christ. You know, just some trials that he um, allowed us to go through and how he used those things to strengthen us, calling us to do. So he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't. I love it. I love it. All of our pain, you know, there's a purpose in the pain. And so thank you, Vanetta. And I'm sorry we're having some technical difficulties there, but that is a good word, sister. That's a good word. So, okay. So April, um, bring it home here and talk a little bit about the whole 
uh, core values versus, because we talked about the past experiences, we talked about the spiritual guests, the core values, and what are some, maybe share with the audience, maybe a few of your core values? Ooh, well, one of them would have to be, you know, uh, I, I love Martin Luther's quote where he sits there and says, you know, peace if possible, but truth at all costs. And, mm. you know, there's a big difference between something that is fact, which is prone to change, obviously. It's just stats and data and stuff, and that changes constantly, but uh, versus truth. And, and so if we can find the truth in things, then, uh, you know, clarity gets brought in, peace gets brought in. There's all sorts of kinds of things that happen when truth is involved. And so I'm a firm believer and I've taught my daughter, you know, from ground up, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything beyond that, you know, we, we just don't do that in this house. <laughs> so, so, but, uh, you know, we all uh, get to a point in our lives where we've got to figure out who we are and, you know, what the lines are. And so I think that that really will help you in when you establish what your core values are and when you're building that up and when you have this vision and you have these lines established of what I will allow in my environment, what I won't allow in my environment, what boundaries I'm willing to cross and which ones that there's no way I'm even coming close to that line, let alone getting, you know, to the point where I could cross it. And so it's just knowing yourself where you're at and, you know, establishing these principles and values that you will not move from. You will not be moved from no matter what someone says, no matter what the circumstances says, this is going to be what you do from here on out. And so I think that those are very valuable. Um, and then, and like I said, you know, speaking truth, or just, you know, keeping your mouth shut, you know, when you shouldn't be speaking, you know, just a little bit of wisdom, you know, leaning into God about being, you know, the slow to speak, right? And slow to become angry and quick to listen, you know, I said it in the wrong sequence, but you get it, you know, like we, we need to be wise when we are addressing people, our words, you know, our, one of my core, you know, values is knowing that, the words that we speak have the power of life and death in them. Right. And that's a belief deeply seated in me. And it's a core value and understanding that I, I am following that. It's easy to follow when you believe in something um, that is powerful like that. And so I just, um, I just encourage you to grab a hold of some beliefs that are founded on something of weight and of value that, you know, that you can tie yourself to no matter what the circumstances are, I guess, is, is really what I would say into the universe right now. Everybody that's on these airways and, you know, past the constraints of time because, you know, of course, somebody could be listening to this in a year. But you need to know that, you know, everything that you do and everything that you say and everything that you think upon matters and it has a value. But what that value is, is determined by you. You have a choice on what you do with all of that. And so you can dwell on the positive. You can dwell on the negative. You can dwell on the light. You can dwell on the dark. You can dwell on the truth. You can dwell on lies. It's it's up to you. So. Woo, come on, girl. We met, we just got a little sermon. I asked her a question about core value. We got a sermon. That is so good. And it was full of truth. And I love what you said about we need to stand upon the truth. Because there is, the truth is something that's so muddled down. Because people have their own truth. You know, it's my truth, my truth. No, there's no truth but the truth in the word of God. And so when we formulate our mission, our vision, our core values and everything, when it comes from the word of God, it becomes alive. 
because the word is, is life and it, and it allows us to walk in our callings and be the things that God has called us to be. And so if you have watched these last couple of broadcasts, uh, you know, we are encouraging you. Like we've said, we don't have all the answers, but we know who does. And we are encouraging you that don't ever make the statement ever, ever, ever make the statement that Vanetta's husband told Vanetta one time, you are not just anything. You are a child of God. You are created in his image. You are, you know, oh, fearfully and wonderfully made. His thoughts about you are as timeless as the sand. And he's just, he wants you to be able to live out what he's called you to do on this earth. And everyone has a calling, regardless of what season of life you're in. So the reason that we did this segment on this whole thing of finding out who you are and formulating a mission and a vision is to help you understand. It does not matter what man says if God says it, it's yes and amen. And I love what Jane said about good plans, God plans. We have to weigh it out. And that comes from discernment and prayer and accountability and all of those great ingredients. So, okay. So we're, wow. We just, this time flies by so quickly. So Vanetta, we're going to see how your mic's working here. Any final words of encouragement in regards to walking in your calling? Yes. I would say it's okay to have more than one dream. It's okay to yes. have more than one vision because even apart from wanting to own a salon i love to empower people i love to preach god's word i love to speak at conferences and women retreats and just share the love of god and the transforming power of god with others so i would say be free to just fill up a book with just things that you desire to do. And as the time goes on, the Lord will fine tune it. The Lord will narrow it down and lead those people into your life to help you to bring forth the things that he desire for you to do. Because there is something that only you specifically is going to bring to this world. And he placed it inside of you and he will prepare you, equip you, and just bring you to a place where the things that he spoke over you, you will not miss. I speak that you will not miss not one opportunity that he has for you. Amen. Woo. Amen. Amen. And, and June agrees with you. She says that our callings is, isn't necessarily one dimensional. And that is so true. You know, when I think of your future salon and tell me the name of it, because I know you got a name for it. Yes, it's called Hair For You, but it's H-A-I-R, but the Lord told me it's H-E-R-E. We are going to be here for you. You're going to be ministered to mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And when you sit in that chair, if you know, if you don't know the Lord, you will before you leave that salon. Come on now that see look she just told us the mission statement for why God is is put on her heart and I we're just going to be praying that it's his timing the right timing that there'll be provision for the vision and that will happen so and congratulations on the new season in life I know leaving an employment uh ministry you know job for so many years that it has to have a little bit of mixed emotions there but we are just so proud of you Vanetta for all the seeds that you've sown into the lives while you were at CBN and you're such a blessing to us in the body of Christ. So I just want to publicly say that to you. Yahoo, this is a new season for you. We're excited. So Jessica, final words for uh, this whole little series that we've done on walking in your calling. Uh, definitely don't put God in the box. Uh, God is bigger and better than even our biggest um, idea or thought. And there is no such thing as a, 
as a dumb vision. There's no such thing. The only, you know, bad vision is no vision at all. So uh, give, you know, let God, let just let God pour into you. Let him uh, just give you the unimaginable, you know, just and, and don't put him in a box. Yeah, that's good. That's good right there because putting God in the box will keep you. I mean, he moves and uh, we do. If we do not allow God to move in our life, we're going to have a major disservice to the calling and the things that he wants to do. And so that's really good. So April, final words, girlfriend. Yeah, I have just a, a bit of encouragement and then a word, but I'm going to give you the word first because it's awesome to lead with the word, seeing as what we've been focusing on here is, you know, Amen. the word of God. But it's First Peter 5.10 and in the Amplified Classic, it says, and after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself complete and make you what you ought to be establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. And so I just want to encourage you, even if you don't know, you know, it's those uh, small obedience steps. If you don't know what it is that you're gifted in, what you're flowing with, God honors obedience one step at a time. And so he is just, as you are faithful with the little things that he gives you to do, that he asks you to do, that he he prompts your spirit to do, then he's just going to build you up. And it's going to, that vision is just going to become more and more clear. The more that you seek him first in his righteousness, then all of these other things will be added unto you. So Amen. there you go. Woo. Amen. I feel like I've been to church. Ah, so good, ladies. So good. So I just want to encourage you. I like you've heard from the ladies here. You know, God wants to move through your life. He wants to use through use you uh, through anything that you've gone through, any, um, you know, gifts that he's given you. I mean, I'm thinking about June's on here with us. June is a funny chick. I mean, she is a comedian. She is very, very funny. And God uses that right to get to to and uses a natural gift that he's given her to spiritually bless people. And that's so cool. And Kevin Collier says the success of anything is inspired by God and doesn't require conventional thinking. It requires spiritual listening. Ooh, drop the mic. Drop the mic, man. That's so good, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, that's so good. That's right. Because we can take all of our natural, you know, stuff. And like we said at the beginning of this uh, first series of this broadcast, this is not a formula. This is not a have to. This is a, a way of kind of gauging and looking at some of the areas in your life. But it all has to be submitted under God and spiritual listening. Whoa, Kevin, that that's a that would make a good book. I'm just saying he's a great writer. So that would make a what a title. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Both of you guys that hopped on here while we're doing this live. And for those of you that are not familiar with Creative Motion Network, we, it is on Roku and you can go and add it to your lineup. You just had add channel, type it in, plug it in because there is so much good stuff on there. Okay. And you can find this broadcast among many others of good things, everything from stuff for your little kids, <laughs> uh, because Kristen has done a lot of animated stuff. And I'm telling you, it is good quality uh, stuff and we're always complaining about we don't have things for our, our little kids now it's available go add creative motion network as well as things like this people discussing spiritual things as well as short films as well as comedians and you name it it's there so everything you can want from a network with all clean give god the glory kind of content so go and check that out and i hope that you guys will have a fabulous week we'll see you in two weeks we're praying about what's coming up next 
We've got some ideas, but we want to make sure that we are doing our spiritual listening, like Kevin said, because we said before, and we will say over and over again, we do not have all the answers, but we know who does. And being a mom is a very special job. God has ordained you for this time and season to raise your children up in the way of the Lord. And we want to encourage you that even on days that it's hard and even on days that you feel weary, don't get weary and well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. God's got a plan. God bless you guys. We'll see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. Mwah.